Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. and founder of the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. We have an incredible episode with Louisa Joe. She's going to be talking with us about how to start your business and the tools and the strategies needed to become successful when doing so. She's going to dive into solutions, what you should know, and absolutely the mindset that it takes in order to become successful and push through any fears that you have. Rise Up For You and enjoy this episode. Good morning, Louisa. It's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us. I always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Hi there. Yes, and thank you for having me here. So just a little bit about myself. I am an entrepreneur. I currently run an online education business that shows ambitious men and women how to take their skills, whatever they might be, and build a side hustle that will allow them to either increase or completely replace the incomes that they make from their nine-to-fives. And just out of curiosity, how did you get into this particular field or what inspired you to kind of take this route from the traditional route? Yeah, so I mean, it's a bit of a long story. I'm just trying to think where's the best place to start. So I myself have been in and out of the corporate space for a good amount of time. I started my own first business about 10 years ago. And then after that, just went, it was a tutoring company. But after that, I kind of went into the corporate space because I thought it would be really fun and exciting. Along the way, I worked with a co-founder to start a mobile page went startup, went back to the corporate space, and then finally decided, all right, this is this is it. I gave it my best shot. It's not for me, and so I'm ready to move on. And so at that point, I was taking my job skills, which were in digital advertising, and helping people with their digital advertising because Facebook ads were kind of new to the scene at that time. And after a while, I had people asking me, how were you able to get consulting clients, get clients, and build your own business while you were in that job? And so my business just grew naturally as a result of what my audience wanted from me. And so, um, I mean, this is a pretty pretty good point, and, but I, and I think a lot of people that kind of want to make that leap might ask you, you know, did you have any doubts? Did you have any fear? And and what was that feeling when you when you went to make that transition? Yeah, so absolutely. <laughs> there was so much fear, so much doubt. But what I did was I 
built my business in a way that allowed me to minimize my risk. I didn't just leave my job and decide, all right, I'm going to do my best and hope it works out. I had built a significant audience, client base, had a lot of money saved in the bank from my business before I ever turned in my notice. And so that, it was still scary. I mean, the moment after I turned in my notice to my manager, I went into a conference room and just kind of sat there and thought to myself, oh my God, did I really do that? But having that calculated risk, having that base before I left my job made it, made a world of difference. Okay. And and I I like that you said that because I think a lot of times um, we kind of hear this, just do it, you know, just just go in there, drop everything. And if you want to make it, then you got to hustle and eventually the money will come. And, and then you hear a lot of people that get discouraged and they're like, well, no, I have a family. I have bills. I can't just start my business. And, and I like the perspective that you said that you didn't just drop everything that you slowly built it. And then when you got to a point where it was creating another source of income for you that, that was allowing you to live, then you left your, your job or your, your nine to five or your executive job. Exactly. So tell us um, a little bit more, you know, I guess, what was, what are the steps that happened in your head when you decided that you wanted to start this business? And I know that's like a really vague, broad question, but you know, there's a lot of people that they, they want to be entrepreneurs or, you know, working in a cubicle is not for them. And they do want to start their business and they don't even know where to start. Do we, does it start with the mindset? Does it start with a strong action plan? Where do we begin? It starts with all of that, but the, you know, the number one thing that I advise to anybody who asks is take action. And I don't mean take action in terms of set up a website or figure it out or meditate or anything like that. It's literally do the hardest thing. Go out there to someone who might be a potential client and offer your services. That's how you're going to, like, you can do all of the clarity planning, all of the thinking, all of the business planning in the world, but without those paying clients, you don't have a business. And so instead of sitting back, being afraid, wondering, like, spending your time perfecting your website, these are just ways to procrastinate. Get out there, speak to someone, action, clarity comes from action. So what do you advise? Do you advise, I mean, I've heard a number of um, different ways of doing it. Do you advise, you know, getting out there first and then be building, you know, the website and all the curriculum or a little bit of both, half and half? Yeah, so it's definitely very organic. It depends on how much experience you already have, how much budget you have. But I definitely do not advise setting up your website and spending a lot of time on that before you've gotten someone to pay you. Right. Okay. That's a different approach. So what do you, I guess when you're going to get that client, then what's the best way to present yourself or offer yourself? Cause you know, we're in an online world today, right? So a lot of people will say, well, do you have a website I could check out or where can I look at some of your materials? So what would you suggest there? Yeah. So I think that's a mistake that a lot of people make to assume that because we are online, that the, the rules of engagement have changed. What it really comes down to, what people want to hire you for, especially when you're starting out, it's not because of how beautiful your website looks or how how fancy your business seems or brand seems from the outside. It's based on that relationship they have with you. People want to, to buy from people who they trust will help them get that, whatever that solution that it is that they, that they want. 
And so instead of sending people to your website, what I recommend doing is reaching out to people or building relationships with people who might be potential clients, showing that you have something that they really do need, you know what you're talking about, that you can help them, instead of just saying, oh, hey, here's my site, check it out, and we'll talk if you're interested. That's um, Just because we're online doesn't mean that the way people like to interact has changed. I love that. And, and, and I think that's really important, important, again, because I feel like we're losing a little bit of that touch and we're becoming, you know, a society of entrepreneurs that want to do everything from their house behind the screen. And I do find that a little bit of the old fashioned approach, getting out there, meeting people, shaking hands, building relationships and connecting is key to really build something. Yeah, absolutely. I see way too often people just going into an online group or sending an email that just they've where they've never built their audience relationship and they just say, hey, come by for me. And just because we're online does not mean that's going to work or <laughs> that's okay. Right, right. Absolutely. So give us, um, if you can just give us, you know, a couple tips that you think are key in order to really successfully, you know, start up a business. Yeah. So the number one thing is to offer a solution and it might seem really simple, but so many people miss this. They just think I want to go and do this and people will come find me. And that's not the way it's going to work at all. If you want to be successful in business, businesses solve problems. That's really what they do. And you need to figure out what it, what problem it is that you can solve for people based on what your background is. And the simplest way to do that is to speak to people. Get a few people on the phone and invite some acquaintances to coffee or something. And just ask, um, you know, what is your top challenge related to whatever whatever your topic you can help on? Mm-hmm. Why do you why is that important to you? And then at the end of the at end of the conversation, the most important question to ask is, would you be willing to pay for help solving your problem? And basically using their words um, to kind of mirror back to them whatever they said their problem was, whatever solution they said they wanted. And what you want to listen for is when someone says, oh my gosh, yes, I need that. That's when you know you've got a problem that someone is willing to pay for a solution to. And then it becomes, all right, let me tell you how I can how I can help you solve this problem. And if you're interested, then I'm happy to work with you. Got it. Okay, so that's one. So your business must offer... A solution, which I think is a great um, a great tip because I think a lot of times we find um, businesses that start up just because it might be a hobby for them, but there's not actually a need for it. Exactly. Right. Okay. So, what else would you suggest to anybody that's listening? The another tip that I would suggest, and again, this seems so simple, but I see it happens so often nowadays, is to create a business on what you know. Don't create a business teaching others something that you're interested in, but don't know yet. I disagree with the, you know, um, the best way to learn is to teach. That's a recipe for failure. You won't be in business long if you can't deliver results. And that's really what it comes down to. If you don't know what you're talking about, how can you possibly deliver results? Um, a lot of people come to me and say, well, I want to create a business on something I'm passionate about because it's not the whole point. Yes. But here's also the thing. I, I disagree that you need to create something necessarily that you're, 
passionate about it and would do even if you weren't being paid for it. Right. Because if we're being honest, especially for me, I don't know about other people, but if I wasn't being paid to do anything, if we're talking about my life's passion, I'd love to just watch movies, travel the world, eat food, sit by the beach, all of that great stuff all day. And no one's going to pay me to do that. So it's not necessarily about, oh my gosh, is this my, my life's calling to do this work? If it is, great. But you start by solving a problem, even if it's not something that is that dream passion that you have about, and it grows into that dream passion. Right, right. Okay, so creating a business um, on what you know, good point. Uh, what, what else can you can you tell us about that? I mean, tell us a little bit about the mindset, because... You know, it's not easy, as you and I both know, to start something. Um, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of dedication. And I feel like there are a number of people out there that maybe after a couple months, you know, four or five months, they've not seen the results, and then they give up. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, the resilience and the mindset that it takes to really build something successfully. Yeah, so that's such an important point because I think it's something that most aspiring entrepreneurs miss the importance of mindset where to be honest that really is over 90% of the key to succeeding as an entrepreneur because the information the action the tactics the strategies they're great but you can find them one way or another you can find them online you can hire mentors it's not that information that is so elusive it's what you do with that information so what do you do the first time you get a no you get a rejection do you are you the kind of person who is going to just let that show you hey I can't do this let me go back to my job or are you just going to take that as well it sucks but it's part of being an entrepreneur I see so many people who want to have the freedom, the benefits of the entrepreneurial lifestyle, but at the end of the day, they hold themselves back from achieving it. And I think there's this misconception that there is this perfect mindset that you're going to get before you can be an entrepreneur, when in fact, it's the most successful entrepreneurs who are the ones who act despite those fears. Everyone has them. It It's just... I mean, they are there. People ask me all the time, how do you promote yourself even though you're an introvert? How do you put yourself out there? And I wish there was something more magical that I could say, but what it really comes down to is how badly do you want to make a difference? How badly do you want to create that lifestyle, that business for yourself? And how much more do you want those things than to give in to your fear. And if you decide that it's more important for you to have that than for you to give in to the fear of failing or being rejected or any of those things, then it's a decision that you make every single day over and over to make your dreams bigger than your fears. Absolutely. And what would you suggest in the beginning, um, you know, are there, are there any tips or strategies that you would suggest to just kind of to help that? Would you, you know, do you suggest that maybe just doing two, three hours a day, one hour a day, you know, some positive things, reading a lot just to kind of keep you encouraged? Because I know there's a ton of great books out there that really talk about, you know, the journey that you go through when building something. 
Yeah, so the number one book I'd recommend for this type of work is called Psycho-Cybernetics. And what that does is it really showed me, because I'm a very logical person, my background is in engineering, it really showed me what it means to reprogram your mind, how powerful your mind is. And it wasn't, because I had been before that reading a lot of the traditional books, Thinking Grow Rich and similar titles, but they weren't really working for me because there was a part of my mind that really resisted. If you just think about affirmations or if I say this is going to happen, I don't see how it's actually going to happen. And so because I didn't believe it, it, they weren't working for me. Reading that book really changed my outlook in terms of showing me why it works when you reprogram your mind, why affirmations do work when you truly believe them, the power of your mind. And really, that's when really things started shifting for me mindset-wise. So that's the top book I would recommend. Okay, okay. Um, Louisa, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an honor to talk with you and, and get some feedback on, on building a business and mindset and everything is really important for us to hear, especially those that are emerging into that field. Um, I'd love to jump into the power section. Can you tell us uh, one book that you've read, and I'm going to assume it's the one that you just said, that's made an impact on your life that you would recommend? Yes, exactly. Psycho-Cybernetics. Perfect. And one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of? Yeah, so I would say the today the thing that I'm most proud of is having helped over 500 students through my courses transform their lives and businesses. Wonderful. And is there anything that you do on, you know, on a daily, you, do you have a daily routine or something that you do every morning that kind of just helps you prepare for the day? Yes. Every day I start my day in the same way where I set aside about 30 minutes for myself, quiet time where I'm either reading or journaling or just visualizing where I want to be in the next month, year, 10 years, and et cetera. Wonderful. And, you know, if you only had, you know, a chance to say one last thing, anything that you didn't get a chance to say or share with us, I call it the golden nugget. What's your last golden nugget that you would want to say to our audience? Yeah, so what I would say is if you want to have that business or whatever that goal is, the most powerful thing you can do is just start. You're never going to have all of the answers. You're absolutely going to make mistakes. You are going to fail. You are going to get rejected. But it just comes down to... Do you want that end result more than you want to be a victim to all of the fears and the failures and the rejections? Because if you do and you start and you don't give up, sooner or later, it's you are going to get to that end goal. It's not At that point, it's not a question of if, it's simply just a question of when. Beautiful. And again, thank you so much for joining us. How do we stay connected to you if our audience wants to get in touch? Where can we reach you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my website is just my name, L-U-I-S-A-Z-H-O-U.com. And I do have a great free training at LuisaJoe.com slash free training on helping you get your first few clients. And those are the two best places to find me and connect with me. Wonderful. Again, thank you so much for joining us today, Luisa. Thank you for having me here. I'm so glad you were able to join us for that episode. If you're wanting more strategy, tips, and information, please head over to riseupforyou.com 
and sign up for our emailing list. We have a special jumpstart guide that gives you the first few steps to building your professional and personal life. Rise Up For You is all about getting to the next step and never allowing yourself to settle. So again, please head over to riseupforyou.com, join our network, and rise up in both your professional and personal life. Thank you again for joining Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.